not even supposed to be here today. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Yay! Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Snooch case. Snooch to the nooch. <laughs> this is all staying in. Yeah, of course it is. How are you, mate? Not too bad, not too bad. It feels like I haven't spoke to you for so long. The whole, what, three minutes? Yeah, this is a magical night. I hope to get both of these shows out tonight. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Otherwise, the monkey will spank us. Oh, is that another reference? (laughs) It is. Oh, I'm terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing this podcast. (laughs) It's uh, so... We won't spank the monkey. All I'll say, P-Dabs, is you never go ass to mouth. <laughs> or is it mouth to ass? <laughs> no, ass to mouth. Yeah, but you wouldn't go ass to mouth, would you? That's like docking the Death Star with the Millennium Falcon. Surely it's decking the Millennium Falcon with the Death Star. How many whiskeys have you had? Uh, one, but I've had four bottles of Be- Bex beforehand. <laughs> oh. So, welcome, dear listener, to this first proper edition of That Kevin Smith View Askew Review. Yes, Easy. a bit of a mouthful. Uh, as my wife Wait. said on Saturday night. <laughs> oh. I'm surprised you can remember that far back. Uh, it's been a strange, strange little old week. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually not drinking anything now. Oh, have you drank I'm your, out. You paint. I drank milk. my milk. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Mr. T. I'm podcaster <laughs> with Mr. T. Up in the fool. Are you getting on no podcast fool? <laughs> I need the ten of them. Yeah. Or got... however many it is now. That's oh, too many podcasts. I had a I had an offer of another podcast t- tonight off um, Mister uh, Mister Brill, or as I call him, Mister Boss, <laughs> um, a music one. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about <laughs> it. I think we must have overtaken Nick by now. I don't know where Nick is anymore. <laughs> we've lost. We've lost the fearless leader. I think Boston clicked the fingers and Nick vanished. <laughs> no, our, our, our dear esteemed leader is is having a well-earned rest this week. In prison. This is what you get <laughs> when you eat a sausage when you're a vegan. You get sent down. <laughs> oh. So, this podcast is... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Drum roll. We're finally getting there five minutes in. Yes, this podcast is about the life and works of Kevin Smith. Yes. So on this episode, we're briefly going to just read through his Wikipedia page. (laughs) Um, And then we're just going to talk about how we discovered Kevin Smith, basically. Yeah. And maybe Kevin Smith will be pulling one off, wanking off over his beard's arsehole, uh, listening to this. And he can ask whatever in-home audio system he's got to play the, that Kevin Smith viewers you review. Yes. Hey Siri, play that Kevin Smith view. Oh no, you're not on Apple Podcast yet because Apple <laughs> are on a fucking go slow, Bennett. 
So, um, Kevin Patrick Smith. Did you know his name was Patrick? No, I didn't. Well, I didn't, but it says that on Wikipedia, so it must yeah. be true. It must be true. He was born on the 2nd of August, 1970, so he's three years older than me. Yeah. And he feels like uh, he's lived a, a fuller life than me, I think. Do you know what I mean? He's done yeah. so, He's achieved so much, but... Yeah, it's one of the reasons why we do what we do. Yeah, but he's not a teen timer, is he? <laughs> uh, he was the son of Grace. Grace! If you listen to uh, Smodcast. Yeah. Uh, a homemaker, so she stayed at home. And Donald E. Smith, who was his dad, a postal worker. Yeah. Uh, and he, both of their um, story arcs or life memories or whatever feature heavily in in everything that he does on his podcasts yeah. now. He constantly yeah. references his mum and dad. So I think he had a really, really lovely, privileged, healthy, safe upbringing. Yeah, it definitely seems to. He definitely has a solid, yeah. solid background, that's for sure. There's no skeletons. There's no broken families. No. He was just the youngest of three. Uh, his older sister, Virginia, uh, and his older brother, Donald Smith Jr. Um, he was raised a Catholic, and that plays heavy on him as well. Yeah, That's a massive part of his life. Um, he says it isn't now. I think he's not into Catholicism anymore because he can't be asked with explaining why he is. Yeah. So, so it's just easier to say, I can't be asked, I'm not. But I think his near-death experience um, late last year uh, might have changed that a little bit, but whether he says yeah. that or not. Yeah, things definitely seem to change after that happened. He, he seems to become a kind of a different person since then. Not that that's a bad thing. No, no, definitely not. Um, but no, there was definitely a change in him. Um, and I don't think we would have got the, the sequel to Joe and Silent Bob if that hadn't have happened. No, um, I mean, as I listened to his podcast, his Modcast for, and I'll, I'll get into this later, several years, there's been so many failed potential reboots, you know, Clerks yeah. 3, um, what was Mole Rats. Mole Rats. That was Which going he to then be... tried to shop as a TV series after the film didn't work. Yeah. Um and I don't understand why they didn't work, but I don't make movies, so I presume right. he didn't have any backers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he lived in Highlands. He was yeah. brought up in Highlands, which... New Jersey. Um, where is it? Oh, it's, it's New Jersey, so it's, yeah, it's yeah, the, other, the other side of, the, uh, of New York. So he can probably see New York from where he is, can't he, yeah. growing up? See the yeah. smog. Yeah. Um, now, you do get a really good um, history of Kevin Smith on Highlands, a people history. Yep, great podcast. That Which, was with some of his his friends from his, his younger days and, and still friends now. Yeah. So Brian Johnson, Wolf Flanagan. Yeah. 
Um, a couple of others who I can't remember. Hughes in there on occasion. Yeah. Um, obviously Muse, yeah. Yeah. Um, now that, I think it's only about 12 episodes long, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fairly quick one and one and done series, wasn't it? But it's a series I've listened to. I've gone back to uh, about four times, just downloaded yeah. them in bulk and just listened to them all again. Because I'm very nostalgic for that that period. Yeah. You know, because that, that was when I was doing my shit, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, he was, as a child, his days were scheduled around his father's late shifts at the post office. So his, his father would literally spend all day in bed type of thing. Little did Kevin Smith know that his mum and dad would be at it like rabbits in the afternoon. But uh, his dad grew to despise his job, which greatly influenced Smith, who remembers his father finding it gift difficult on some days to go to work, which it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, you're earning, you're not earning good money and you're on payment nights. Oh, must have been soul destroying. Yeah. And and you know for how hard it is working shift works. Yeah. As but... you're... Proving right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm yawning, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I do I do 24-hour shifts. He did permanent nights. Yeah. So what your problem is with permanent nights is you might have had every weekend off. He, might, he was probably off every single weekend. So he would finish. He would have to come home. Then he's got to get up. And then he's got to try and flip over to stay up with Grace and go out with Grace, spend time with the kids. Yeah. Uh, and then the, on the Sunday, he's probably got to stay up for something like thirty-six hours to get back into his shift. Yeah, my my first night in uh, on a Sunday night is horrific um, because I, I'll be up from eight o'clock Sunday morning until eight o'clock Monday morning. Yeah, you know, so I, I definitely get where that's coming from. Yeah, and I I I have to. Admit that I've been lucky. I've always worked an office job, nine till nine till five. So I've never, never struggled with with that sort of thing. But my brother is, when I was a youngster, um, he's he's twenty years older than me. So he was working when I was born, and and he as a as a young adult used to work nights as well, or really early mornings. He'd, he'd been at work at like four in the morning, um, and be home by lunchtime. So I. I spent my my early days having to be quiet from about seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah, creeping around. Yeah. Well, I, I used to try and go to bed, you know, once the kids had gone to bed, but it it very rarely works for me. Yeah. I'm lucky. I get a lot of downtime in in nights. Yeah. But um, Smith later attended the Henry Hudson Regional High School, where as a B and C student, don't know what that is. I mean, that, is that his grades or whatever? Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, that he wasn't quite top of the top of the class, but was doing well enough. Uh, he would uh, videotape school basketball games and produce comedy sketches, uh, and they were based centered around the Saturday Night Live. Yeah, type. Uh, he was an overweight teen. Uh, he developed into a comedic observer of life in order to successfully socialise with friends and girls. 
which I was a comedian in school, so I know exactly where he's coming from. I was a class clown. Yeah. Whether I was a funny class clown, I don't know. But... <laughs> You're a scouser, of course you were. Oh, stop it. Um, as he got older, he attended the new school in New York, but he didn't graduate. Yeah. Is that the, is that the filmmaking one? No, I, that was, I believe, in Canada. Oh, it was, yeah, to... yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that comes up next. Uh, I, I know he... He was trying. He was doing a lot of writing and stuff like that as well as he was growing up. Yeah. And his sister said something quite profound to him, and that was, "If you want to be a writer, just be a writer. Yeah. Just say you're a writer and or a, a movie maker or whatever it was. And it's just it, it is, isn't it? I'm an airline pilot. Yeah. There you go. You're an airline yeah. pilot now. Um, <laughs> on his twenty first birthday. Smith went to see Richard Linklater's comedy, Slacker. Now, have you seen Slacker? No, I haven't, but we are going to watch it for the next episode. The next episode, we're going to do a little review of it. I've seen half of it, and it's a continuous... It just sort of follows the people of um, Austin, Texas, about their daily life. But it it comes across as one continuous take, so the camera just follow moves around. So there's no no real story to it. I wouldn't no. say it's a comedy, but we we shall see in the next episode. Yeah. Um, Smith was impressed by the fact that uh, Linklater had shot set and shot the film in his hometown of Austin, Texas, rather than on a soundstage in a major city and was inspired to become a filmmaker and to set films where he lived. Uh, Kevin says, it was the movie that got me off. It was the movie that got me off my ass. (laughs) It was the movie that lit a fire under me. The movie that made me think, hey, I could be a filmmaker. (laughs) And I've never seen a movie like that before in my life. After that, he built himself a library of independent filmmakers uh, like uh, Linklester, Jim, John... Why did you say that one? <laughs> Let's have a look. Hold on, let me get in. Uh, Jim Jarmusch. Who's he? I don't know. I've never heard of him. I'll have to have a, a little search for him. Obviously, we know the next one, Spike Lee. Yeah. Everybody knows anyone. Uh Plentiful awards this this awards season, and Hal Hartley, who I I don't recognise either. So it, maybe we might do a little deep dive on a couple of their films, yeah. Yeah. especially that the film set around that time. Um, Smith went and attended Vancouver Film School for four months, where he thought he knew everything and left. Um, but he met uh, Scott Mosier and David yeah. Klein. Uh, he left halfway through the course in order to save money to make his first film. Uh, and he maxed out the credit cards. He borrowed money off his mum and dad. Uh, yeah. And that is how he funded Clerks. Yeah. And he's still dining out on it now. Yeah, he certainly is. And still dining out quite clearly on the same characters. Yeah. So, but that's not a bad thing. 
no, no, nothing at all with those those characters. There's still plenty plenty to tell with them. Well, um, it's a strange one because I can't remember when I got into Kevin Smith. Hmm. It wasn't in the 90s, I'll say that. I'll say that much. No. And I think my first film that I watched of Kevin Smith was Dogma. Right. Um, And it was only my cousin, Philip, was nagging me to listen to this podcast called Smodcast. You want a Smodcast? You want a Smodcast? I want a Smodcast. You want a Smodcast? I want a Smodcast. You want it? Um, And I rebelled against it because (laughs) here's this upstart. You know, I'm a married man. I'm 30 years old. And my 18, 19, 20-year-old cousin is telling me, you need to listen to this. And I was like, nah, what do you know? I like what I like, you like what you like. But, strangely, I did listen, I started, I was there right at the birth of Telling Steve Dave. Yeah. And I've listened to every single episode of Telling Steve Dave, which I haven't listened to every Smodcast. Yeah. Little fact about Telling Steve Dave. Go on. My nep- my nephew's band were one of the uh, the opening music on it. No way. A while back, yeah. So that was quite fun, especially the fact that I was actually listening to the show, and I didn't know, and they said the name, and then they posted on their Facebook page that they'd been included. <laughs> That's pretty special, that because I. I... I think I'd lose me. I mean, I've seen Kevin Smith live um, once. Yeah. Walt Flanagan does it for me. Yeah, I love everything about Walt Flanagan. Now, see, I'm on the other end of the scale. I absolutely love Fat Man Beyond, and I love Mark Benedict. Well, Fat Fat Man Beyond has morphed, hasn't he? He used to be Fat, yeah. fat Man on Batman. Yeah. So why has he changed names? What what? Because I did listen to that, but I'm not that into Batman that I could carry on. Well, they kind of said, look, we've we've outgrown it. I think the whole Ben Affleck thing kind of put a dampener on it because obviously Kevin isn't on talking terms with, with Ben Affleck. Um, and they said there just wasn't enough news to be carrying on talking about Batman. So alongside the fact that he lost a lot of weight, so he wasn't Fat Man anymore, um, they changed the name. And now it's become a general like cult TV science fiction kind of show where they just, they talk about the news in, in the science fiction and, and cult and comic book world. I might listen to that. I might give that a little listen then. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. They did a, a, a couple of good deep dives on Endgame um, recently. Um, and they just talk about a lot of like, season finales of things and, and trailers and stuff like that. So it's it's really enjoyable if you like cinema and well, TV. What I will say, um, yes, this is a love fest for Kevin Smith, but I, in, in recent years, the last maybe two years, I grew, I've grown a little bit tired of um, Kevin and the constant uh, references to being a pothead. It's yeah. constant references to being a fat bastard. <laughs> Which is not, not anymore. Uh, but he still references it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Constant references to um, 
Clakes. And yeah. I don't know if it's because he's a bit of a he he has a heart attack. He literally nearly dies. Literally is yeah. there. And I don't know how he takes in his pot. Right. No. I presume it sounds like it's a rolly. It sounds like it's a roll up. Now when I yeah. smoke pot, it was a little bit of tobacco, uh, a little bit of pot in a spliff, and then he smoke it with no filter. So yeah. what he's doing to himself is smoking unfiltered tobacco and pot. And at no yeah. point, as the doctors said to him, in fact, the way the way he's put it back is that the doctors said, oh yeah, the pot saved your life that night because it chilled yeah. you out. I I haven't done drugs since I was a, a, a scally, definitely since I started my job on the railway when I was 19. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I dipped my toe in a little tiny bit and had a little bit of pot for one summer. Um, yeah. Because now I, you know, I know what it was like. Um, but he's he's older than me. He's a forty-seven, forty-eight-year-old man, and this constant stoner stuff is just tired now. I think. Yeah, uh, and I think he knows that. I think he knows that. Certainly, his his job entails different things these yeah. days. Um. Well, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Is directing the, the the DC shows on the CW yeah. in the states. Um, so I'm not sure how it how in depth he is with doing stuff like that. I know he makes out that he, he does a lot, but I do wonder how much of it is part of the persona. I hope so, uh, because I mean. He's always been known to be his stylist, yeah. And he can't be, he can't be that successful. And he's never no. been mainstream, he was nearly, very nearly no. mainstream. But I think, yeah, if he'd have made that Superman film, uh, poten- potentially, yeah. he might have gone mainstream. But you'll never see him directing a Star Wars film. No, you might see him directing the Star Wars episodes or something. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That's the same as obviously, and we'll talk about this as well. The the recent announcement he's writing um, Howard the Duck animated series for Marvel. Yeah, that's a. I think I think that's where he sits. That's definitely a big. Uh, that's a big thing. That to me. That yeah. is the mainstream letting them in, letting them eat, eat at the same yeah. table as them, and they they should do because that's his his thing. Is it's comic books? Yeah, definitely. His style of writing has always been comic book style. I don't know why he's never. So, I mean, obviously, he did Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, yeah whether it's a comic book movie or whatever, but it's sort of a comic book movie. Um, yeah. Why he's never took on a comic book movie? No. And you see, it seems these days that he's worried about failing yeah. at it. But, uh, Which is a real shame. 
because I think he would do a good job on on some of the ones we've seen already. Oh yeah, I think he would have. You could see him writing something like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. De- oh, it'd be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely beautiful. Now, uh, we're not. Gonna, are we going to put a time limit on ourselves on when we're going to be out with the slacking episodes? We're in May now. So yeah. Uh, we'll say early early next year next month yeah (laughs) well we've got a whole weekend together later on in the year I'm sure we can knock out a good podcast while we're away so we're walking through City Walk and here is my bench episode and now here is (laughs) yeah fucking my Kyello fucking bollocks absolutely fantastic Um, now we we have got a uh, an outro. Are, are you ready to wind up? Or... Yeah. Hey, I haven't done that. Oh, I found them yet. Go ahead. <laughs> so mine was kind of by accident. I was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer okay, so fan. So this is nineties. Yeah. So so late nineties, early two thousands, and was obviously quite impressionable as a as a teenager at the time. Um, and Kevin cast Eliza Dushko in Joe and Silent Bob yeah. um, as one of the, the yeah. female gang. Um, so I watched Joe and Silent Bob because of that um, and fell in love from, from there onwards with, with what he did. I went back and watched all the rest of them, Dogma, More Rats. More Rats obviously really kind of appealed to my my sensibility at the time uh, of being a being a geek. Um so Mallrats was a was a big hit as well as as Joe and Silent Bob and and from then on I've I've seen him live twice. Saw him at the Indigo Two at the the O2 Arena in London, um, on his on his tour and then uh, myself and another one of our co-hosts over on Biff Pal Bam Tony, um, we went and saw him when he toured Red State. I'd love UK. to have seen that. Um, I was listening to them podcasts as he was making the film. Yeah. Um, so, so we went and saw him at the Cineworld in Birmingham, of all places, um, and and just and continued to to follow him, obviously with the the podcast and and other things that have come out of it. Obviously, Impractical Jokers includes his his friend Q, yeah. um, and and just all sorts of different weird and wonderful things. Comic books. I've got got comic books written by him on my on my shelf next door. Um, and just that really encompassed everything he's done. Um, so just a just a real real love of of his work, and obviously got to know the man a bit more with with the podcast. Well, you get to know him a lot more because <laughs> he doesn't yeah. hold. I would love to be as honest as he is. Yeah, because he is he's phenomenal on the podcast. When or at what point did yeah. you? find the podcast was it the red state or was it before red state or no it was it was later than that i think it was more i kind of found him through q um that way i, I tell a lie i knew about joe and silent bob get old um a good eight or nine years ago but i didn't realize what it was well, at the time i think it's um, the first maybe 10 episodes of that delve into jay's Childhood and Jay's life. 
and yeah. how he becomes addicted to stuff and, and his addictions. And then it become what it is now, where it's just very formulaic. We're live on yeah. stage. Here's a sex story. Here's this story. Here's that yeah. story. Um, so it has changed as a podcast, but definitely the first 10 episodes are worth yeah. a listen. Yeah, and and I found that because I spent a bit of time in LA, and and at the time they were doing a lot of um, a lot of their shows at Universal yeah, Studios, yeah, yeah. in John Lovett's comedy club. Um, it just so happened, annoyingly, that the last time I was out in LA, they were actually out of state. They were they were doing a tour at the time, so I didn't get to see them. Was that the um, bus tour where he bought a bus? It might well have been, yeah. Um. So that was obviously that's a while ago. That's eight yeah. years ago, um, and I haven't been out to LA since. Um, but hopefully, the next time we get out there, um, I might get to to visit the the Scum and Villainy Cantina, uh, which is where they where they do their shows now. They have moved around a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, because they had the Swad Theatre yeah, as well. Theatre, yeah, for a little while. Yeah, which just wasn't big enough in the end, so they they sold it on. Um, but now they use a little Star Wars club on Hollywood Boulevard. That's that their base. would be amazing. Yeah. We'll have to fly over there when we're there for the weekend. <laughs> take a take a day out to just go and see Kevin Smith. Just to point back. at him. Yeah. Uh, we're, the, we're the stupid idiots that have flown to Florida for a weekend and then decided to take a day out to come and see you, you in LA. You might make a film about us. <laughs> Uh, just a guest appearance on this podcast would be just nice. A, just a little 30-second sound bite would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Just introducing the show. Kevin, if you're listening. Yep. Which I'm sure you will be. He's, he's currently in the UK. No. Um, I just didn't feel like I wanted to go and watch him. No. Well, we talked about it, and it just it didn't work out in the end. We were, we were going to go to Birmingham yeah. again. It just didn't work out for us this time. Yeah, because Stuart come at me with Manchester, didn't want to go, and I was just like, I like Hollywood Babylon, and I used to love Hollywood Babylon, but it, but again, this weekly formulae, it's just, just yeah. a little bit tired. We yeah. see that at the, is it the Hammersmith in London, me and Stuart? We went and yeah. stayed down there. Yeah. We had a really good little drinking session. Then we went and seen them. Then we drank some more. <laughs> that sounds like Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Year. Oh, could you imagine if they announced the some dates at City Walk? <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. I'd be an emotional wreck, mate. Yeah. Though, saying that, we have got a concert at um, Hard Rock while oh, we're there. Oh, yeah. You suggested it. Ant-Man. Oh yeah, uh, Adam Man. Yeah. Well, you you never know because we don't know our tickets yet, and we might not even be in Halloween Horror Nights on the Saturday night. No, we just no. don't know yet. The the year me and Stuart weren't there for the Saturday night, which we ended up being there for the Saturday night because I got the tickets wrong. <laughs> uh, he did us. The, he sold us the tickets that were the cheapest, which was the Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Monday night, I think, without the yeah. Saturday. And to add the Saturday was just so cost prohibitive. So we don't know. 
We just no. don't. We just don't know. No, but lots of Kevin Smith to talk about in the in the yeah, coming months. Yeah, I mean, I mean, going to enjoy watching Slacker. I'll be honest with you. I bought it years yeah. ago on iTunes, as I do. And I'm halfway through it, so we're going to start again at the beginning. I'm going to take yeah. some notes. Uh, with every film, we're going to do the box office gross. And we're going yeah. to do some awards that they might have won and whatnot. And it's going to be very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, so it will be a, it'll be a one-and-done series once we've, we've reviewed everything. That will be it, unless... Obviously, he makes some new films. Yeah, and and we'll we'll come back. We'll come out of retirement, and and we'll talk about the new film. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you to to watch all his latest his latest yeah. stuff. To be honest, I think that'll be. Yeah, because I I haven't got any further than Red State to be honest. Because obviously they weren't particularly big productions and and weren't regularly available in cinemas and and things like that. So it's going to be. It's going to be fun catching those last few, especially yeah, especially the ones that have got some great cameos by people in yeah, them as well. Definitely, he just seems to enjoy his his movie making now because he was yeah. retired, wasn't he? He was going to retire after that. Yeah. yeah, and then he was going to be, do the the ice hockey film, wasn't he? Which yeah, never that, came to and fruition. And then it was going to be a series. Yeah. Yeah. Because he originally didn't he originally cast Sean William Scott from American Pie. I think so, yeah. To play the lead, yeah. So, Diet. so interesting, interesting to see what comes after after what he's already Definitely. done. And you never know; we might be reviewing a Marvel film or <laughs> something totally unexpected. What a DC film. Yeah, well, he's written a lot of DC comics, so. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he wrote one recently, didn't he, for for Batman's anniversary? Could, he wrote a new Batman could story. Could you imagine him um, doing a Batman, a rebooted Batman TV show? I believe he pitched a film. Oh, did he? To Warner Brothers, and they weren't interested. <sighs> Idiots. He's also written some Green Arrow stuff as well. Oh, has he? Yeah. So in this series, in this this series that's on now. Or not the TV series and the, the comics, but he's he's directed directed Supergirl and Flash yeah. so far, but he's not done any Arrow, despite the fact that Arrow have actually used one of the characters that he created. No way. Yeah, Onomatopoeia was was his character, and they they introduced him in the TV series. So, all very interesting yeah. stuff, all linked together. I yeah, so. We haven't got a Twitter, have we? No, we're going to be using the the After Dark Podcast Network. Yeah, Twitter. so just reach out to us on there. Um, we've yeah. got a, an email address, which is After Dark Podcast Network Twitter. Yep, yeah, after at gmail dot yeah. com. So if you do want to get in touch, um, if there's a particular Kevin Smith film that maybe you are. You know, that's your favorite film or whatever. Maybe we can have guests on to talk yeah, with us, you know, definitely. to talk through the movies. So, yeah. And if anybody that was in any of his films or TV wanted to come oh, on, yes, if you're listening as well, 
Um, we were, would love to hear from you. Definitely. So, like we say, the next one's Slacker, then that'll set up July for Clerks. So if there's any Clerks fans yeah. out there who want to listen, who want to come on and deep dive with us, yeah. we'd love to have you on. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not we're not strict with what we're talking about, as you can hear. We're just going to yeah. chat. No editing. Like we were in the pub. Yeah. yeah. I've got my pyjamas on and my hands down my pants. <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to the rain outside. Not fucking stopped all day. Oh, it's like the end of the world, isn't it? Oh, but it's nearly the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you want to end it? You, you need to end it with the Kevin Smith quote off one of his films. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think. Cool. You morose motherfuckers. That's beautiful, man. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. I am the clit commander. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. That's beautiful, man. Hey, any balls down there? About the biggest pair you ever seen, Diggleberry. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. That's beautiful, man. No ticket. I am the clit commander. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. That's beautiful, man. We're just gonna out with LaFour's X-Men style. Should I call you Logan, Weapon X? No ticket. I am the clit commander. Breakfast schmreckfast. That's beautiful, man. Human beings have neither the oral nor the psychological capacity to withstand the awesome power of God's true voice. All it took was a fat chronic blunt. Tell him, Steve, Dave. That's beautiful, man. Sometimes, in the heat of the moment, it's forgivable to go ass to mouth. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? I am the clit commander! That's beautiful, man. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Tell him, Steve, Dave. I am the clit commander! No ticket. Tell him, Steve, Dave. That's beautiful, man. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Tell him, Steve, Dave. I am the clit commander! No ticket. Human beings have neither the oral nor the psychological capacity to withstand the awesome power of God's true voice. This job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.